0: A warning to listeners this podcast contains moments of graphic violence and uncensored profanity. This is the story of a traffic stop. It's July 6th, 2016, in Falcon Heights, Minnesota. It's hot and humid kind of weather that makes you want to roll your windows down. Let the breeze in.
1: Falcon Heights is a suburb outside Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's a mostly white town of bungalows and ramblers and fewer than 6,000 people.
0: It's just after 9 p.m. A black man is driving his white Oldsmobile down the suburbs' main street. It's still light out. The sun's just starting to go down the tail end of a long summer day.
1: That stretch of road is the kind of road most people take to get somewhere else. It's just a few apartments and a golf course and a gate for the state fairgrounds. The man's girlfriend is in the passenger seat. Her four-year-old daughter is buckled up in a car seat in back. They've got a load of groceries. They're heading back from the store.
0: At 9.02 p.m., a police officer runs the plates on that white Oldsmobile.
1: 21 to 20, what's your location?
0: He radios his partner who's just down the road in another car.
2: Fire.
1: Copy. I'm gonna stop a car. 203 Tom Tom Mary. And then at 904, he turns on his lights.
0: I'm Rihan Fashir.
1: I'm John Collins.
0: And this is 74 Seconds.
1: What happens in 74 seconds? You take about 20 breaths in 74 seconds. Your heart beats fewer than 100 times in 74 seconds. And 74 seconds after flashing his lights at that white old mobile, Officer Jeronimo Yanez fired seven shots into the driver.
0: How does that happen? And what happens next? That's what we're trying to find out.
1: That driver was Philando Castile. His name became a chant after his death. People wore t-shirts with his face on them. The president of the United States came out to express his condolences.
2: All of us as Americans should be troubled by these shootings. Because these are not isolated incidents.
1: On that July night, Philando's name joined a list of names Black men and boys killed by police. Michael Brown, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice. They've been all over the news. Their deaths had sparked protests, calls for reform, and even riots.
0: But Philando Castile is different. The world watched Philando die live on their phones.
1: Please don't tell me my boyfriend just went like that.
0: Philando's girlfriend, Diamond Reynolds, sitting in the front seat of that white Oldsmobile, turned on Facebook Live to stream what happened after those seven shots.
1: Please don't tell me this, Lord. Please, Jesus, don't tell me that he's gone. Please don't tell me that he's gone. Please, officer, don't tell me that you just did this to him. He was just getting his license and registration sir. This case is also different because of what's about to happen. Unlike the cases of Brown or Garner or Rice, the officer who shot Philando that night has been charged in his death. This is a big deal. This is the first time in Minnesota, in any record we can find, that an officer has been charged for shooting and killing someone while on duty. And nationally, it's rare too. In the last decade, only 80 officers have been charged with murder or manslaughter out of thousands and thousands of fatal shootings.
0: In this podcast, we're going to trace this case from the shooting all the way through to the upcoming trial. We'll follow the paths of these two men, the driver, Philando Castile, and the officer, Geronimo Yanez, till they meet on the side of that road in the Minneapolis suburb of
1: Falcon Heights. We'll tell you what we know and what we don't know about the shooting.
0: And we'll follow Officer Yana's into the courtroom when he goes on trial next week. We will walk you through this unprecedented case as it unfolds. In that courtroom, a jury will be asked to return a verdict, guilty or not guilty, based on what happened in those 74 seconds. After the break, who was Philando Castile?
1: If you want to hear more great reporting about police and the justice system, you should definitely check out the podcast Reveal. Every week, Reveal takes you into a hidden world or exposes a problem that most people know nothing about.
0: Recently, they did an in-depth look at police training with our colleagues over at APM Reports. You can find that episode, plus all of Reveal's investigations, on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. we're back.
1: Reham and I are reporters at Minnesota Public Radio. The two of us have been reporting on police shootings for years. This shooting happened just seven miles from our office.
0: In this episode, we're going to tell you the story of Philando Castile and his life up until the last moments in that white Oldsmobile. Telling the story now is complicated. Those closest to him have stopped talking. They don't want to influence the trial.
1: It makes it hard to give the full picture of Philando. We're left with these odd public remnants of his life. Like this. This is the sound of Philando playing NBA 2K16. I found recordings of his games online under his Xbox handle, Chetta Phil. You can't see him or hear him in these videos. You can just watch the players as he controlled them. When I watched these, I could imagine him sitting on his couch with his controller, playing for hours.
0: Philando loved video games. He wasn't much of a talker. His family said he was a big homebody. He didn't go out much to clubs or bars. Sometimes he'd hang out on the front porch of his friend's house with the guys he grew up with. Mostly, he woke up, went to work, came home, and played video games until he fell asleep.
1: We got all this from those first few days after Philando died, when his family was still talking. I know he worked. He had a job. He kept a job. Anytime a young man keep a job, I think he's a good
0: kid. We got New York now. This is Sam Castile, Philando's grandfather. That's me. He's 90 years old. And the day after the shooting, his landline was ringing off the hook. News outlets from all over the country were trying to find out what they could about Philando. Our colleague, Laura Ewan, was sitting there with him in his living room as all this happened. Sam kept telling the callers all about Philando's job. He kept repeating the same things over and over to everyone who called.
2: Only thing I can tell you, his name was Philando Castile. He worked day in and day out. He never was in any trouble. He wasn't no criminal. He he wasn't in no gang eh, or nothing like that.
1: What his grandpa is saying right there, that's something we hear a lot when black men are killed by police. Family members start listing all the reasons the person shouldn't have been killed. He was a brave,
2: good, loving young man. They took a very good person.
1: He was a good guy. He wasn't in any trouble. Never been in trouble. He wasn't in any trouble.
0: He's not a gang banger. He's not a thug.
1: He wasn't a gang member. He's not in a gang. He wasn't in a gang. He wasn't one of those kids, you know? That's Philando's family running through that same script. He wasn't anything that would be cliché to where this could happen. They have just suddenly and violently lost a loved one. And the first thing they feel they have to do is tell you their loved one wasn't a criminal. Good man he works for State He's not a gang member anything
0: that's Diamond Reynolds Flando's girlfriend saying it moments after the shooting. He's bleeding in the front seat. she's on her knees in handcuffs, and she's saying it. It's this impulse to beat back all the stereotypes that are out there about who gets shot by police and why to try and stop the tabloid headlines from seizing on any wrong thing the person has ever done, as though being in a gang or smoking weed or having a criminal record somehow justifies being shot and killed.
1: And when you're reporting, it's this kind of stuff, about not being in a gang or not being in any trouble, that can overshadow the actual details that make up a person's life. No, I think the landlord was born in St. Louis.
0: Philando Castile's whole extended family's from St. Louis, but a bunch of them moved up to Minnesota in the 70s and 80s. Philando was a toddler then, and his mom moved him up too. She thought it would be safer. He grew up in a big family in St. Paul. Right after graduating from Central High School, he started working for the
1: school district. Philando Castile was a lunchman at J.J. Hill Elementary. It's a public Montessori school right in his old neighborhood. I went to see where he worked. Walking into a school cafeteria is the kind of thing that brings you back to being a kid.
2: Hi. Hamburger? Potatoes?
1: The smell alone. It was potato and hamburger day when I went. There are big coolers filled with all those little cardboard milk cartons and paintings of smiling fruits and vegetables on the walls. Philando worked in school cafeterias for over a decade. At J.J. Hill, he was impossible to miss in the lunch line nearly six feet tall, with dreads, towering over all these little kids to help them punch in their account codes and reminding them to eat their vegetables. They called him Mr. Phil. Out of 250 kids, he knew each and every one of their dietary needs and what they were allergic to. That's John Thompson. He was close with Philando. They worked together at the school. Every time I see John now, he's wearing a baseball cap with Philando's name on it. Not by looking at the list, just by looking at their face. He'd be like, no, you can't have this here. it got peanuts in it. You can't have this here. You know, this kind of milk,
0: you're lactose intolerant. I mean, I have watched him just weed through kids like this.
1: Cafeteria workers are kind of unsung heroes in the school world. But Philando took his job seriously. He was a role model, and he knew it. He interviewed for a promotion in a dress shirt and tie. He gave off fist bumps and hugs and he slipped graham crackers into the backpacks of kids who looked hungry. A mother at the school said he was like Mr. Rogers with dreadlocks.
0: Summer for cafeteria workers means getting shuffled all around the city. On July 6th, his last day alive, Philando Castile was at Chelsea Heights Elementary on the other side of St. Paul. He was serving up lunch for summer school.
1: After work, he drove to the barber shop. He got his dreads done, he got his beard trimmed, he wanted to look good for his birthday. The next week he would have turned 33.
0: After that, he went to Taco Bell. He picked up food and drove it over to his mom's house. His younger sister, Alizé, still lived at home. He went inside and they sat down to eat. These details about his last afternoon, they come from an interview Alizé did with the New York Times. She said that day they ate tacos and they talked about guns.
1: Both of them had guns. They were licensed to carry. In Minnesota, that requires, among other things, taking a class and not being listed as a gang member in the state database. It meant they could legally carry their weapons in public and carry them in their cars.
0: We asked Philando's cousins, Antonio and Renee, why Philando carried a gun.
1: He was openly carrying because it's his Second Amendment. Sure. That's why he carry. I'm a carrier, too.
0: You are okay. Yes. Yeah, he, he had a permit to carry, license and everything. But as Alizé told her brother that last afternoon, she wasn't sure she wanted to carry her gun anymore. Their mom remembered that moment the next day on CNN. We
2: chit-chatted, him and his sister, and uh, they had a conversation about the concealed carry permits that they both have. And they were saying
0: that, um, you know, to be cautious and my daughter says you know what i really don't even want to carry my gun because i'm afraid that they'll shoot me first and then ask questions later
1: after tacos the conversation at the house turned to alton sterling he was a 37 year old black man who'd been killed by police in baton rouge louisiana the day before the video was all over the internet it showed sterling pinned to the ground by two officers being shot at close range. It was not the first video like this. There'd been the Walter Scott video the year before. He was shot in the back while running away from police. The year before that, there'd been Eric Garner, who died after being put in a chokehold.
0: Philando had watched the Alton Sterling video. That afternoon, he asked Alize if she'd seen it yet. And this moment, it really stuck with me. It's from that Times interview. She said she hadn't watched the Sterling video. She told him, I refuse to watch another video. She didn't want to watch another black man die on camera.
1: Philando left. Alizé lay down for a nap. He drove to go pick up Diamond, his girlfriend. Where Philando Castillo was quiet, Diamond Reynolds was a definite extrovert. She shared a lot of her life on social media. Like this video she posted two days before, on the 4th of July.
0: Happy 4th, everybody. Be safe. Put the guns down. Let these babies enjoy these fireworks. Put the guns down, y'all. They're at a barbecue in the park, and he doesn't even respond when she tries to get him to talk. He's just sitting at a picnic table. He's looking at his phone. He ain't trying to be seen, y'all.
1: They've been dating on and off for four years, they just moved in together. Before that, Diamond had been living in a homeless shelter with her daughter, an hour outside the city. Diamond told the Washington Post that Philando brought calm to her life, stability.
0: That night, after Philando picked her up, they went grocery shopping. They buckled Diamond's four-year-old daughter into the car seat in the back. After the store, the route took them through Falcon Heights.
1: Philando Castile was no stranger to being pulled over by police. Look through his public records and you'll see this. Dozens and dozens of traffic citations. When he was in his early 20s, there's a handful of tickets for marijuana. Otherwise, it's all traffic-related. Not wearing a seatbelt, not having a muffler, speeding. At one point, he lost his license for failing to pay the fines and then racked up more tickets for driving without it. Altogether, he spent more than $6,000 paying traffic fines he was stopped at least 46 times. That works out to be roughly once every four months for his entire adult life.
0: We're going through this because there were so many stops. It's hard not to think about all 46 of them when you think about this last one. Getting stopped was routine for Philando.
1: That night... Philando pulled his white Oldsmobile onto Larpenter Avenue.
0: The last light of the day was holding out.
1: At 9.04 p.m., in his rear view mirror, Philando would have seen the flashing lights of a police car.
0: Next time... Police
1: now identifying the shooting officer as Geronimo Yanez.
0: Who is Officer Geronimo Yanez?
1: A police or union or his
2: attorney, none, no one has really come forward with a, a side of the story from the
1: officer. You can keep up with the trial and everything related to the case by following us on Twitter at 74 seconds M P
0: 74 Seconds is hosted and reported by me, Raheem Fischer. And me,
1: John Collins.
0: It's produced by Tracy Mumford with help from Hans Buto and edited by Mike Edgerly and Meg Martin. Production assistance by Manda Lilly.
1: This episode was engineered by Corey Schreppel. We got additional reporting from Laura Ewan and the staff of NPR News. Our theme music is by Joffrey Wilson. Special
0: thanks to Samara Freemark, Madeline Barron, Sasha Islanian, Max Nestorak, and Molly Bloom. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. And if you can, give us a rating. It
1: really helps people find the show. 74 Seconds is a production of NPR News and American Public Media.
0: This is Tracy from 74 Seconds, and we wanted to let you know that our colleagues at APM Reports just launched the new season of their award-winning podcast, In the Dark. In this second season, they explore a new story with life or death consequences. It's the case of four people who were killed in a small town in Mississippi, and the story of why a black man on death row has been tried six times for those murders. You can listen and subscribe to In the Dark on Apple Podcasts.